Welcome to the Local Bee Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Sarah Bimba. If you've listened to the past couple episodes, you know that my voice has been a little bit out of whack. I've been trying to recover from a cold for so long now. I don't even know when it's going to end. It's up and down. One day it's good. The next day it's not. Thanks so much. I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Our guest today is Ryan Hargreaves, owner of Revolution Entertainment. The year's been flying by so quickly, and as spring approaches, the days are just getting shorter and shorter, or so it seems. What we have to remember is how we schedule our time and what we focus our efforts on is what makes the most difference. Ryan Hargreaves is no stranger to hard work, and his success in business truly attests to this fact. Take a listen to our interview. Today we're here with Ryan Hargreaves, owner of Revolution Entertainment, a company that provides all your entertainment needs from transportation, DJ services, photo booths to photographers. It's basically a one-stop shop for anyone wanting to plan a memorable event. Hi Ryan, welcome to the show. Hi Sarah. So you've been in the business for quite some time now and I know it's been a few years but I remember going and meeting you when I was planning a close friend's 21st birthday. How did you get the idea and concept for the business? Um, so I started it uh, when I was around probably 20 years old. Uh, I left here, um, Edmonton, about that age to go to Australia, New Zealand for, for about a year, as uh, many of us do, and we don't know what we're planning to do for the rest of our life. So um, I went over there, and I ended up just getting odd jobs, and then I, I met a DJ that was from London, and I always was a fan of music, so um, I kind of was his roadie for a while, and we traveled all over Australia, and, and I learned uh, how to mm-hmm. DJ in, in clubs and that kind of stuff, and then um, when I came back, I worked at a gas station, and uh, a girl... A girl that I worked with, her brother was DJing weddings from a guy out of Saskatchewan. Yeah. And so um, I thought that would have been right up my alley because I loved music and I loved the whole DJ world. And and um, I, I love people and, and interacting with them and just having a good time. And most importantly, I love to party. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a really good um, fit, I thought, um, in terms of something to do on the side while I was figuring out a career and so I, I did a few weddings for this company out of Saskatchewan and and over about a year it just kind of fell into place and it was, it was a lot of fun and I was getting recommendations from from people that saw me DJing weddings and, and then I decided to um, kind of take that leap and start my own business um, so that's when Revolution started probably in 2004 2003 right in that area um and and yeah that was kind of how i I started it i always had a passion for business and and entrepreneurship and more or less you know being my own boss and and um and making my own hours and and also you know striving hard to 
have a success, successful business. So, so that's kind of how that all evolved. And from, um, from there, yeah, it's been quite the ride. <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. It's funny. Cause I was actually thinking that because you're it, website says revolution dj and i'm like i wonder if he was ever a dj before <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty neat it's a good thing yeah. you know yeah were you nervous at all getting like about the risk of entrepreneurship um not really because uh i started it so young and i really didn't have to make many sacrifices to start it mm-hmm. um i didn't have much support from from you know family, that kind of thing, financially. So I, I basically took a visa, um, bought the equipment I needed. Um, back then it was CDs, so I, we used to burn CDs, so I, I, I did that. And, and um, yeah, it was more fun because I didn't have this huge, you know, $100,000 loan or I didn't have a family to support um, where everything is riding on me. So it, it was really kind of fun, and it was never really meant to be a full-time, this is what I was going to do for my career, it just kind of evolved that way after, um, you know, a couple of years doing it and all the referrals you get from when you're at weddings or corporate functions and that kind of thing. And, and then, yeah, after a couple of years, it was full-time. I bartended um, at a golf course for the beginning part to oh, kind wow. of compensate income. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, it took about two years before I got my second set and started hiring people. And then after about four years is when we really started getting into it and got an office and a showroom. And I, I had hired some managers and admin staff. And and then we, we went into um, the limo business because uh, it was a good sort of combo. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Where people with weddings, you know, needed a limo. So, so I got some limos from uh, the States brought up and custom made. They were really nice. Um, then after a couple of years of that, we got into the photography division and videography division because that, again, was a good sort of combination for when people are booking functions and weddings, especially weddings. Um, and then about seven years ago, the photo booth started becoming a pretty big thing, and so we've gotten pretty heavily into the photo booth world and and then of course uh we have live music so one of our djs was a live musician and um kind of got all that going so we have a a live band that people use especially for corporate stuff and then um we evolved into the rental side of things so projector screens uplighting backdrops that kind of stuff so kind of tailored it to a one-stop shop for people so it's easier for them um you know, to, to book everything at one place. Mm-hmm. No, that makes a lot of sense. Because obviously, once you're dealing with people and talking to them about what they're doing, they're letting you know, oh, well, I'm going to need this, and I'm going to need that. So eventually, once you start accumulating all these different assets, then you can provide the service yourself as well. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's convenient. It is. <laughs> and convenience, <laughs> who doesn't love that right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And even how you said that it was kind of like just a party for you because when you were so young and you're starting out DJing, it's almost like what you would do every weekend anyways at that age is going out, listening to music, hanging out with people. So it was actually, it seems like it was a perfect time for you to branch out and do something on your own. 
Yeah, it just it literally fell into place. I, I've always been the party kind of guy growing up and loved music. And, you know, even with my parents, they used to have parties at the house and I would always play the music. And so it just kind of fit in. It didn't, ne- never seemed like a job. And that, that, I think, is like one of the most important um, things with work in general is everyone has to work, but um, you might as well enjoy it because... Otherwise, uh, life passes you by and you hate what you do and you hate getting up in the morning. So this uh, doing something that you enjoy and have a passion for and comes naturally to you is a, is a great, great thing to have. Um, that's kind of what happened with me. It was just, uh, just kind of fell into place and I took something that I really loved and enjoyed and, and made it my job. Well, one of the things that I know for startups that I think that people have a hard time with is just getting their name out there. And you were talking earlier about how you didn't really have that support from your family, like financially to start your business. What is like, what are the ways that you advertise your business to get your name out there? Well, we've done uh, over 20 years, tons of different advertising. I mean, it started with yellow pages and just decals on my truck. Um, the biggest biggest way of advertising when you're starting up is, in, especially in the service industry, is um, word of mouth. So um, that was probably the biggest way that I got um, bigger was people seeing us at different events, asking for a card, and then using us for their events. So word of mouth uh, is, you know, one of the top ways to, to get business, at least in, in our industry. Um then when the internet came out, that was a big thing that I jumped on, um, was Google and AdWords and, and that kind of stuff. Um, I, I feel like I met the right people at the right times to help me with web development and, and um, AdWords. And basically when people would search on Google, our name would come up quite a bit. So that was like another era. And then now, uh, again, it's obviously word of mouth, but... Social media, um, getting good reviews is a is a big deal, especially with weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, the internet is basically the forefront for all advertising. Now, um, that being said, when you're just starting up and you don't have a lot of money, um, you can't exactly dump in thousands of dollars into advertising. So, um, word of mouth and just meeting the right people and, and grinding it out, knocking on doors is, is pretty much the, the best, most efficient and, and less expensive way to get to get business at a startup. Yeah, that makes sense, especially because, like you said, you don't have as much funds. One yeah, thing... uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. What I was going to say is you just seem like you are financially savvy. Have you always been that way? Were you like that growing up when you were younger? Or is this something that you learned as your business started to develop? Yeah, I probably learned as the business developed. Um, I always worked. So when I was, I think, 11 or 12, I started a whole babysitting thing where I did my block. And so I always, my parents always um, kind of taught me to to work. So I, I had million jobs from the time I was 12 till till about 22 23 when I started this full-time and um, and yeah so I always made my own 
money and, and my own way. So yeah, I guess I was like, I always have the drive to, to want to make money and mm-hmm. be successful. Um, it sounds like plus it. I, I, yeah, and you know, I didn't have, my, my how I was brought up was you kind of have to work for your money. I didn't wasn't gifted anything or handed anything, so it, it, it changes your perspective as you keep working, you know, in the sense of like, if you don't work, then you're not going to get paid. So um, I think having a good work ethic um, goes hand in hand with being financially good as well, you know. Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. That's yeah. actually very interesting. <laughs> a business, like you pretty much were running a business at a very young age because even babysitting, then it's like you have to make sure your schedule and all that stuff. So it makes sense why you were able to maintain and develop your business so young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's fun um, making your own money, you know, then you don't have to Mm-hmm. <laughs> do a million chores in the house <laughs> exactly <laughs> and another thing that I would like your personality is very outgoing and magnetic and I'm sure that helps you attract a lot of business for you what is it that you want to resonate with your customers when they use your services what do you think makes revolution unique um, I think our biggest thing and always been my goal is to provide an excellent customer service and really good quality. Um, so yeah, when, when I meet with people, with, whether it be their weddings or their corporate or their school, um, I want to leave an impression that we're very professional um, and we're fun. And I thoroughly enjoy meeting people. So um, I, I like taking the stress away from people's life and, and when you're dealing with weddings and stuff it can be really stressful so it's it's uh, yeah it's satisfying to be able to put a smile on people's faces and then um, delivering that product that we sell that's also really important and and, um, and that's why you know we have lots of reviews and, and positive feedbacks because I think I present an aura of good customer service and, and good quality and, and and yeah it really helps when you love what you do it, it just makes everything that much better because um, you're not being fake about it you're genuinely <laughs> into it you know? yeah so definitely I think that's kind of what makes us stand out is, is yeah we, we all really care about these people's events and we really want to make them happy and, and, and have a good time well, well, I mean, it really does transfer into your reviews, like you said, because I was looking online and most of the reviews that you have, it is saying that, that they really enjoyed dealing with you. They enjoyed dealing with the people, like everyone that was involved with it, like the staff, the DJ, the photographers. So you're obviously looking and finding those employees that kind of match what you're looking to give your customers as well. Yeah, it's so important that your staff reflects your business. So if, if they aren't on the same page as you, then things can go south pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> For so. sure. <laughs> so even the most successful companies have setbacks. What is one of the most memorable for you? Like, have you ever had a time where you, like, even with your limos, where you invested in something and it just didn't work out? Um, yeah, there's been a few times. Um I'd say the hardest business that I ever got into is the limo business. Um, that was probably the, I wouldn't call it a mistake because they definitely are used good. Um, 
and and they they have a place in our business, but it's it's a lot harder because of the red tape, the rules, regulations, insurance. Drivers are hard to come by because it's a part-time job. Um, and then the people that use them, a lot of times when we started, we would do, you know, stag, stagettes, a lot of party-type events, and those would always end up messy one way or another. <laughs> you know, whether people are wrecking things inside or getting too drunk or getting sick. or And so um, that was hard. We stopped doing those kind of events um, a few years back where now we just cater to weddings, corporate, and grads. So it's been easier, but it's it's... You know, if I could go back, I probably wouldn't have gotten into that business knowing all of the the um, stuff that behind the scenes that makes it really difficult. You know, ideally, I thought it was just a nice, awesome ride for people to get into, <laughs> and you take them around, and that's it. But then, you know, you sh- soon learn that there's the government wants this, this, that, that. You need tons of insurance on them. You need extremely good drivers um with perfect track records um Mm -hmm. then there's always the insides of them and and in our climate they're not exactly the best it's not the best climate for these vehicles that are way too much money (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah that's been the only sort of um i'd say like hard hard part that um you know i haven't really enjoyed as much as some of the other divisions we have yeah. Well, that's very interesting because, yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember them listening to the radio once and this girl was talking about how her kid just threw up in the car seat and just how difficult that is to clean because of all, like, the creases. And I can just imagine oh. having to clean a whole limo. <laughs> oh, it's just awful, yeah. And and then, like, the people that are, are in it, sometimes they get too drunk and don't remember and <laughs> yeah you know so yeah it's it's, it's not the, the greatest but it definitely plays a role and, and it's you know we just had to restructure sort of what we've what we do and what events we take on and, and our pricing and, and all that stuff but um but yeah that's probably been the only you know and then other than struggling at the beginning with trying to get more equipment and balancing um how much cash flow you have and I mean, that was always a hard part in, in growing into other cities. We're, we're in Red Deer, Calgary, the Okanagan. We've been out in Vancouver. So that, that's been a hard part in business, too, is relying and trusting people when you're not there um, and making sure that all of those aspects are being looked after and they're representing your company properly. And So, yeah, staff is definitely always, in any business, a hard thing to... Um, to get but I think we have a pretty solid staff right now and we kind of have a good game plan on how to get the right staff and treat them the right way and, and keep them for a long time that's that's pretty key you have to treat your staff like your family so mm-hmm, definitely like yeah. it's never a good thing when you have a high turnover that's for sure no and that can ruin a business pretty quick if you have the wrong staff <laughs> so. what can we expect from revolution in the next Five years. What are your goals for the future? Well, we're in the um, in the middle of building a big event center out in Shura Park. Um, so that'll be a facility that'll be ready in about a year and a half. It's been about a four-year project, and the um, the facility will hold about 800 people. It'll be the Revolution Event and Conference Center. It has a restaurant and bar attached to it, and we'll host. Um, 
parties like weddings, corporate events, charity events, live music, um, basically anything and everything. So my, um, my ultimate goal is to have this center up and running um, sooner than later so that people can come in and get their music, their food, their booze, their DJ, their photographer, their video, their limo, their linens, basically everything in one place. And um, mm-hmm. we want to provide a, an excellent service and experience and make it so easy for people. And that's been like a dream of mine for about 15 years is to have a actual event space where we can hold these parties and and do lots of cool things and events. And so that's definitely the main focus for us in Revolution is getting this built and finished. It's been a been a bit of a battle for the last few years, but um, everything's kind of coming together now and we're, we're ready to start building here in the next few months. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, no, that'll be great. Like, I mean, you're already, you're pretty much in the, you are the entertainment business. So having an event center is just, you know, icing on top of the cake, right? Yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be a fun, fun venture for the the next half of my life. Mm-hmm, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have any advice for anyone considering venturing into entrepreneurial scene? Um, I'd probably say that, um, you know, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, get into your own business, first you have to find your passion and what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, you have to be prepared to work um, way more than the average person. To succeed running a business is not a nine-to-five or a eight-hour-a-day job. It's hours and hours and sometimes no sleep and sometimes tears and there's a whole bunch of things that go into running a business. Um so you have to have that and you have to have a good balance, especially with people that have families. Um, you're going to be working a lot and everyone has to understand that that's, um, you know, what you need to do to to grow as a person and and financially and, and, and a family. And, and so, yeah, you, you want to have everyone on board, especially if you're starting a business later on in life with kids and that kind of thing. Um, so it has to be a a decision that everyone's comfortable with. And then, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, um, uh, I'd say it's a great life if you want freedom and and don't have to uh, be anywhere at a certain place where you get fired. (laughs) It's a good good life, but there are definitely um, times where it's not that easy. So, so yeah, that's kind of the advice I'd, I'd give and... And, and do it slow and steady. Um, racing to make the big butt bucks is never a good idea because um, you lose out on quality and service. For sure. No, that makes yeah. sense. For you, how do you balance your work and life? Because you're a business owner, you're a husband, you're a father of two children, soon to be three children. How do you balance that? Yeah, like sometimes it's hard. Um, I think we have a pretty good set schedule of when I'm home and when my wife's home. She she works as well at, at a school. Um, so having a schedule is definitely super important. Um, and then having the support, um, my wife supports supports me really well. So uh, if I do have to take a phone call or, or have to step out, um, then I 
have that support without it being a big deal. Um, the other thing too is, is with technology now and, and phones and computers, you can be other places other than just in the office all day. Mm-hmm. So that, that helps me a lot where I don't necessarily have to be at one of our offices. I can do a lot of work on my phone or on my laptop. So if the kids are sick or something happens and I have the ability to be at home. So I'd say that's um, sort of how we do it. But it, there are definitely times where, you know, there's arguments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If someone were to meet your wife and ask her what your, her husband was like, what do you think she'd say? <laughs> <laughs> well, right now she's uh, seven months pregnant, so probably not, not much good. Um, but yeah, she'd probably say that I'm, I'm fun, I'm outgoing, I'm a hard worker, I'm a good dad, um, and I, I really care about my family. Um, that's probably all I'd get out of her <laughs> right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, we, I try to be a good person, and I, I think she sees that in me, so for the most part. That's awesome. No, <laughs> that's a lot. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for letting me interview you, Ryan. That was great. Yeah, no. Holy Sarah, yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, I just, it was nice to learn all these new things about you. And it's pretty cool that you traveled and DJed and you've done so much. And I mean, you're clearly a very intelligent guy. And yeah, it was very nice to have the pleasure to interview you. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate the interview. Yeah. And, and if there's anything you ever need, uh, let me know. I completely forgot until I was editing this track that my one-year-old was just hanging out about while I was doing this interview. (laughs) But I hope she didn't distract you guys too much. We'll see you all back here once again on April 10th. Please leave me a review or hit me up at thelocalbpodcast at gmail.com. Peace and love.